Welcome to the Danger Room, the X-Men Comics Commentary Podcast. My name is Jeremy. My name's Adam. And we are here to discuss and wildly speculate on the movie that is and shall be called simply Logan. Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. What is she? Beneath the stain. She's like you. Of time, very much like you. The feelings disappear. She needs our help. You are someone to come along. Someone has come along. I am still right here, and you could have it all. My empire. Hey, Adam. Yeah? You could have it all. <laughs> my my empire of dirt. I was just thinking to, to listeners, it might just sound like we're playing a clip from Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> There's very little dialogue to actually hear in that trailer. Yeah. We're not actually going to talk about the X-Men. We're going to talk about uh, Nine Inch Nails songs that have been covered by other artists. I want to know if this trailer would be enhanced at all by playing the original Nine Inch Nails version. Oh my God. Somebody, somebody go out and do that. I, you know what? I might actually do that. I, I think I might do that, Adam. Maybe I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do that. And in conjunction with uh, the release of this, I will put it up on the website. I think that would be a very uh, interesting thing. The only problem is I don't think, I think you'd get a DMCA takedown on YouTube by taking the exact same video, like copyrighted video and copyrighted music. But I'm going to figure out a way to make it happen. <laughs> and it may only be live for like 15 minutes, but, uh, <laughs> cause I gotta say the, the Johnny Cash, you know, version of hurt is, is a fantastic song, but it's so played out. Oh yeah. I, it's, it's, I don't know. And I get why they did it old. Cause he's an old man. He sounds like an old man, old man, Logan, but I feel like this actually would have been better with the Trent Reznor version. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out. Uh, but yeah, until the time that we figure out which way it would have been better, uh, let's let's talk about this trailer. Um, first off, I have we done a speculation podcast based on a Wolverine trailer yet? I don't believe we have. Okay. I feel like maybe we did maybe for the first Wolverine. I don't remember. But when this was announced, when Wolverine 3 was announced, however long ago, you know, I, I was like, well, what else can they do, right? They did whatever they did with that first, the X-Men Origins movie. We definitely didn't cover that one. 
Uh, I think we may have done the Wolverine, uh, and I th- we we covered the the movie, the Wolverine. We never covered the, the trailer, trailer, though. Okay, I don't think you might be right, but but based on th- them doing the original, well, the se- the Wolverine movie, the second one, uh, and them loosely basing that off of the miniseries, uh, which makes sense. Uh, you know, the question was what would they do next and of course the internet rumor mill or speculation was the only other story you can do is old man logan uh well no that's not true there are other stories you could do but i believe hugh jackman announced at some point three words old man logan and the crowd went right uh and until recently i had never read a page of old man logan so i was like okay well whatever (laughs) old man logan it is (laughs) Um, but uh, at your prompting, and I guess uh, as this movie is uh, drawing near, uh, I was like, well, I'm going to pick up. Well, first of all, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to read the Wikipedia synopsis on Old Man Logan, and I'll be prepared for this podcast. Uh, and I wish I wouldn't have. Because <laughs> as I read the synopsis, I was like, boy, this seems like it'd be a really good story to read and like be surprised by all these things that happen in the story. Um, so all Absolutely. That, yeah, all that stuff is spoiled, but I'm still, I'm reading it now. Now that I've read all the spoilers i'm actually reading the comic uh and uh, enjoying it um and i guess before we really really take off um spoilers like we don't have any spoilers obviously on the movie but i, I guess if you haven't read old man logan um then you probably don't want to listen to this before you go read that and then watch the movie yeah we might inadvertently spoil some things and uh, i don't i don't know that we're going to talk too much about old man logan well, in order to speculate, I think we have to make some parallels between what happens in Old Man Logan and how it could even possibly translate over to the X-Men universe. I have some theories. I have some, some thoughts. Um, As do I. But uh, uh, let's, I guess let's start at where we left off. Uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which would be, I guess, unless you want to start somewhere else. Well, here's the thing. I I honestly, the, the thing that has me excited about this trailer is I really, really hope they ignore everything that's come before. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to either. <laughs> but in, in the way that they kind of almost did for the last two Wolverine movies, and they sort of did and they sort of didn't. I hope they, I mean, it's, it's already been, like they've already established, they, they recast Caliban. Right. I don't know if you heard about that. Um, so they got, they already got they're already retconning X Men Apocalypse. Did he die in X Men Apocalypse? No, but it's a different actor. Oh, I wonder why they would do that. The guy that played Caliban in, in Apocalypse, he was fine. Well, they got Stephen Merchant, was that, who is like uh, Ricky, the guy who's always hanging out with Ricky Gervais. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, I think he co-wrote The Office. Does he look older? <laughs> He's gonna have Caliban makeup on. So That's true. I suppose it doesn't really matter. Um, but that that says to me that they're if they're reimagining Caliban, then they're probably going to reimagine a lot of things. And for for me, like when I first heard the announcement that when Hugh Jackman said "Old Man Logan," you know, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." And then I was like, "Oh, wait, that makes no sense at all." Right? Because Old Man Logan takes place uh, in the Marvel universe to like the nth degree. It is it is a story born of the Marvel universe. It has uh, alternate. It's it's kind of like a what if story of of what happens in the future of of the Marvel universe, and to the point where there there are major characters which are not owned by Fox, and, and so I was just I was, I was like, how are they going to do that and have it have the same impact? Right. 
Um, right. Uh, and and the other thing is that Old Man Logan is essentially a retelling of the Clint Eastwood movie Unforgiven in the Marvel Universe. Okay. So they're they're making a movie based on a comic book based on a movie. Well, look, I've already said this before, and I don't think you agreed with me, but I mean, isn't Days of Future Past basically Terminator or Terminator 2? Yeah, I'm going to continue not to <laughs> agree with you there. <laughs> You're only not agreeing with me because you know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That's not why at all. They go back in time and they try to fix the future. And Well, if on, you make that argument, you could say that every movie that came after Terminator that involves time travel is is the Terminator. Name another movie that comes uh, that has time travel other than um, Time Cop. Uh, another movie that I can't, don't put me on the spot. Let me think. Uh, back to the Future. No, any movie where they go back in time to change a post-apocalyptic future. Twelve Monkeys. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Twelve Monkeys was a fresh take on the genre. Okay. Anyways, uh, we're not talking about Twelve Monkeys. So yes, you are absolutely right. Uh, again, I've only read half of Old Man Logan, but you know, already in half of the series, you see. Um, you learn about a lot of characters within the Marvel universe who and what their fates are or or, or will be or what they've become in the future. So that's kind of my well. Before we go there, let's let's take a step back, right? So I I think that this is going to be somewhat rooted in the already established um, X Men canon. Uh, but I will agree with you that some of the other Wolverine movies, while they they're kind of in and out of the X Men canon. Um, movie canon anyways well what I like the most about this trailer and what has me excited about this trailer is that it doesn't feel like any of the other X-Men movies and I hope that at the very least the movie retains that sense of independence that I get from the trailer right probably not I don't know I think I think it will honestly I mean um, I'm looking at the cast list and we'll talk about that a little bit later for people that just don't want to know anything about it. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about the cast and there's not really all that much to talk about the cast. Um, but, uh, I, I, based on the, the trailer, you know, okay. So first of all, you already said it like the old man Logan comic book series is born out of the Marvel universe and is like the culmination of what happened to the Marvel universe towards the end of, uh, time. Right. But then you kind of start asking yourself, like, how does that fit into place with X-Men, the end Wolverine, the end and all those other, the end type stories, but that's neither here nor there. Well, yeah. If you want to go into the, the depth of that, it's one of the alternate Marvel timelines like like the marvel universe proper is what 666 right or no the 616 this is like 3185 it's it's a different universe it's, it's a different reality um after the latest secret wars i guess old man logan is now in the marvel universe proper i don't know if they abolished all of the other universes i i'm out of touch with what's actually going on in the marvel universe i have no idea what civil war 2 is about yeah, I started trying to read some of that, but I didn't get very read the far. first issue. Yeah. It was it was good, but um, I I think based on what the trailer, what we've seen in the trailer, like it really seems like it's um, attempting to uh, um, take on the look and the feel of Old Man Logan. Like, right? You've got it. It, it certainly seems like things have been devastated. There's desert. Uh, uh, Professor Xavier is old, uh, and Logan is old. He's got gray hair and everything. So the question is, and, and it's got to be, right? This, this, if this takes place within the current cinematic, uh, timeline, it has to have taken place after the events of post X-Men Days of Future Past. 
right? Uh, not necessarily. Well, I think it would have to because don't didn't didn't in the movie they prevent that future from happening or, uh, or I, is I that, mean I mean the good that, future, right? Where Wolverine oh, okay. sits you down. The good, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, then and the professor's like, "You teach history." Let me. Yes. What's the okay. last thing you remember? Right. So it must take place years. It seems after that. So then, you don't really. You can't really tell. But like, is this? So the setting of Old Man Logan in the comics is somewhat post-apocalyptic, or certainly. Oh, absolutely. America has taken a nosedive and is crumbling. It's, it's Mad Max territory, practically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the question. And, and and you do get some some Jeeps and some driving scenes in here that almost kind of look like they might be Mad Maxian, maybe. Uh, so we don't really know, based on what we're seeing in the trailer, if this is also a post-apocalyptic or Mad Max type future, or if it's just further in the future and Logan lives in the desert, maybe. We don't know that. What? Well, if you fo- if you follow the story of Old Man Logan, there are still areas that are populated and um, not quite as war torn as other areas. Right, but so I imagine I imagine we could see both. They're decrepit though; they're falling apart. It's it's aged. There's 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 a, a president still. There's a society. There's a money and stuff. But it's so it's not like totally post nuclear Mad Max. But things have taken a nosedive. Things have been better, yeah. anyways. Um. So again, tying it back to if 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 it even does, but tying it back to um uh the end of X-Men Apocalypse where the Essex Corporation steals some of Logan's DNA from the Weapon X project. And hasn't it been confirmed that supposedly Mr. Sinister is supposed to be the villain for this movie? I thought so. Um, but now I'm starting to wonder if they meant the next X-Men movie. And I, I just misunderstood what was being said. But yeah, I, I, I thought I read an article where it said that Mr. Sinister was confirmed for the this movie, which again threw me for a loop, which is like, why would you have Mr. Sinister of all people in a Wolverine movie? I think that, yeah, I totally agree. Like, because, you know, if, if... Actually, a better question is, why would you have a Mr. Sinister movie that doesn't have Cyclops in it? Yeah, that's no, a great question. So here's what I'm hoping happens. Uh, I am hoping that, that Mr. Sinister is tied in uh, in the fact that, okay, so we know that the little girl that is featured in the trailer based on, well, it's X-23, right? It has to be. Well, yeah, that that is the speculation. That is the obvious... The obvious choice. <laughs> to it should be. Right. Maybe it's not. And if it's not, then we're way off base. But here's what I'd like to see is that uh, Nathaniel Essex, Mr. Sinister, stole the DNA, worked on some genetic experimentations, and one of those projects happened to be X-23, which maybe was on ice for decades upon decades and was released. And that's the little girl that we see in Logan. And and that's just like kind of like a, hey, Mr. Sinister did this, but he's not the villain because maybe he met his fate in another X-Men movie you haven't seen yet. So that would be kind of a nice kind of universe building uh, cohesiveness uh, rather than having him be the featured villain. Uh, or which it would could be, turn out that they they erased all of that uh, Madeline Pryor, uh, Jean Grey, S- Scott stuff and said, people like Wolverine. Let's have Mr. Sinister do stuff to Wolverine instead. And we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll have uh, X-23 in it. That makes sense. He's into clones. That works. <laughs> well, you, and that I'm, I'm fine with that. That I'm fine with as long as they reserve. Like, okay, the Avengers has uh, been featuring Thanos in little uh, cameos throughout the series you've seen him at least twice now right i think at the end of each avengers movie but you mm-hmm. haven't fought him yet and that's fine uh 
Mr. Sinister is no Thanos, but he in the Marvel or in the X-Men universe, he he could be the guy that's that's inadvertently created these other situations uh to be used somewhere uh, down the line. Now now but now that I'm thinking about this, I thought there was a confirmed actor that was going to play Mr. Sinister. I thought so too. <laughs> so, I guess I'm like but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be in his cowl and cape like Mr. Sinister form. Right. He could just be somebody playing Nathaniel Essex. What I'm worried about, and again, I'm looking at... Whatever Mr. Sinister's name was. Yeah, when I'm looking at the uh, credits here, and I don't see Mr. Sinister listed at all, but it's too early, right? The movie's not out until for five months, so maybe they're keeping it on wraps or whatever. But I'm worried that, like, there's a blonde guy that's in the movie that's featured a few times who looks like kind of a bad guy. I'm worried, like, that's going to be Mr. Sinister. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I hope I not. Can... Yeah, I can't imagine... Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, that would be something that I would like to see from a universe building perspective, um, because, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but if Mr. Sinister is the main villain, that means that Wolverine has to triumph over adversity and probably ultimately kill Mr. Sinister. And then boom, whoops, well, we've got another, we, we killed Apocalypse, we killed Mr. Sinister. The next X-Men movie is going to have Magneto again, everybody. Well, the the big problem with both Wolverine movies and a lot of superhero movies is that they, the studios always end them with big fight scenes that nobody cares about. Right. In the first Wolverine movie, it was the big Deadpool fight. Yep. In the second Wolverine movie, it was the big giant samurai. I'm not even going to call him the silver samurai fight. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in this one, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they take a, a, a note from the parts of that the people did not like about the last two Wolverine movies, although that would be the majority of the first one. But um, and and don't go for the big giant battle in the end because they don't know how to end the story. Uh, a buddy movie uh, between Patrick Stewart and uh, uh, what's Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman uh, would be a a would be a good movie. Uh, unfortunately, or maybe, I mean, I, I, based on what I'm seeing in this trailer, it, 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 this does not look like a superhero movie by any stretch of the imagination, which is fine. Which is, which is what I like about it. Yeah. That's not a bad thing at all. Um, but the professor looks, oh, and I would also agree with you that I believe the professor is definitely the Hawkeye role, but he looks, uh, like he's going to be requiring a lot of, um, attention and babysitting and uh he's very old and decrepit it can still be a buddy film with an old and decrepit professor x it definitely seems like um the professor is trying to get logan on one last adventure and this this one last adventure will will i think lead him to his salvation uh because as the trailer begins the professor says Logan, what did you do? And I think that he's referring to the, and I'm not going to, like, if you haven't read it, then I'm not going to spoil this, but the catalyst of what makes Wolverine become old man Logan uh, in the comic very well could be maybe in the, in the movie, don't you think? And that's what the professor's like, what did you do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, if uh, Fox has the guts for that. It would be very grim. It would be very dark. And I don't it, think in a movie that's something you can come back from. Right. And 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 um, how do you redeem? Like, how do you d- generally speaking when a character does something bad? Well, actually, I think it does work, Adam. I think because when when a character in a TV show or a movie does something bad, 
but then is able to see the error of the way and then ultimately redeem themselves, they typically do so by saving somebody uh, by sacrificing themselves. So what I'm however, saying, what however, I'm, well, hang I mean, on. For, what I'm saying okay. though is that, and I haven't read the end of Old Man Logan. Uh, well, I guess I actually have read the spoilers, but I I predict that uh, Logan dies at the end of this movie. Okay, so a couple of responses to that. Well, just one, really. Unforgiven and Old Man Ogan are not stories of redemption. Okay. Um, they, are, they are stories of uh, reacting to something that happened and trying to move on from that and being unable to. And I'm not saying that, that, they, that, that this movie or Unforgiven are based on redemption, but I'm saying that when you, you mentioned the Fox and the studio perspective is that typically today – uh, the the movie, the TV show, or what the audience is expecting uh, is is what I described. Although things may be changing a little bit. You've got things like The Walking Dead where people do horrible things all the time and redeem themselves. Yeah, that's true. But that, that, that also has like uh, 12 episodes to like carry on this kind of character arc. Um, it, it's, it's interesting. I mean, regardless what they do, if, if they do choose to go that dark <laughs> as what happened in Old Man Logan, it would that would that would kind of be awesome. I mean, maybe maybe the studio has gone like, yeah, we we've given up on Wolverine. You guys can do whatever you want. Uh, it seems to be making a decent amount of cash. So here's your budget. Just like, don't make it too bad. <laughs> right, and I mean, it's in the future, and it's probably in uh, an undetermined time in the future. So they can do whatever they want uh, without affecting anything that's happening with the movies today, right? So that's so both, both of the previous Wolverine movies. If they touch on this, Wolverine has been reacting to, uh, having done something in, in the first Wolverine, it was, um, I think it was killing silver Fox. Right. Or, or, uh, something like that. Just that he was a bad person and he was trying to recover from being a bad person with Sabretooth and all those guys. Right. And then in the second movie, it was, he was trying to get over having to kill Jean Grey. Oh, right. Right. So like both movies have already tackled this territory and I'm tired of seeing Wolverine as a mopey guy who's just like recovering his, uh, yeah, we've seen this story already. It's, it, I feel like the studios feel like that's the only, uh, Wolverine story that can be told, which is why uh, I was pretty excited that they got X twenty three involved. It was be- for me, they only attempted this once in in the very first X Men, but Wolverine has always been at his best when he has uh, when he has a mentor to a, a younger kid. A side, oh yeah, a sidekick, and it's usually like Kitty Pride, Jubilee. They tried to do it in the Joss Whedon run with Armor, I think was the name. Yeah, um, and it looks like, and they did it in the first X Men movie with Rogue a little bit, yep. and then they kind of dropped that whole thing. Yeah, um, uh, and and I think that that is, I think that that is being played out with the or with uh wolverine so here's what here's my my prediction right i think wolverine did something which is hence why the professor is asking what he did now do they go as dark as i suggested maybe not maybe maybe he did something else that's kind of dark but doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things uh and and throughout the movie he's going to build a relationship with x-23 some actiony things are going to happen uh there'll probably be a misunderstanding about how he doesn't care about x-23 but in reality he does and then ultimately he'll redeem himself uh to uh, by saving or nurturing or guiding x-23's path uh, and then he dies that's kind of my prediction you, do you think he's going to die because Hugh Jackman said this is, is will be his last film? 
parts maybe part of it um although maybe not maybe maybe he does redeem himself um you know one of the things about um the old man logan series is uh in the last so it takes place 50 years in the future, but for the last 20 years, there's been no new mutants. So uh, there's a scene between him and Emma Frost where Emma Frost is like, we're just a blip on the radar. We're a genetic anomaly. Like, we're done. There's no more of us. So one could say that maybe in this movie, maybe the same scenario has played out where uh, it, maybe it is just Wolverine and Logan and maybe just a couple of other scattered mutants who are left. Uh, and and somehow X-23 represents uh, hope and change of the future of superheroes. And maybe with that, uh, old man Logan can kind of go off into the sunset and retire uh, an old battered but redeemed man. That's one ending or in a heroic gesture, he leaps in front of something. And <laughs> I don't know. He, he, he's... He's Wolverine, so how do you kill him, right? So I, I don't know whatever uh, they come up with to kill him, and then you know he's dead, and everybody cries, but it's a happy ending because the girl saved. And we, as as we've gone through the movie with them, we've we've explored her journey, and uh, we've come to care for her, and and we leave satisfied. I don't know. So you combine a couple of different stories in there, and it's funny that you said hope because hope was the the first mutant born after the whole no more no more mutants thing. House of M, yeah. Yeah, from House of M. So Hope Summers was um, a, a similar story to the one that you just mentioned. True. Except it involved all, the, all of the X-Men. So they could be pulling from a lot of different sources or they could just completely just be winging it, which, I, which is kind of what I hope they're doing. Well, more than likely they are. I mean, the, 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 fo- the Fox philosophy has always been like, oh, people seem to like this and this and this and this. Let's throw them all in there. And then let's write a story around all these elements that we decided to add into this story. And it, for the most part, it's usually a cluster Yes. Bomb, let's say. Um, <laughs> right. So if you take a look. At, uh, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. If you take a look at The Wolverine, right, we open up with the scene straight out of the limited series and you're kind of like, oh, my God, they're going to do the limited series. And then it just goes way off the rails. Uh, so it, this could very well be the same thing where they maybe start strong. Logan's out of cabin. He's isolated himself. And you're sitting there like, oh, this is going to be old man Logan somehow in the X-Men universe without other superheroes. And then it goes off the rails, you know. <laughs> That could happen too. Uh, but I don't. I don't think they can do Old Man Logan because there's just there's too many elements just from watching this trailer that are. I think I think they just took the concept of Old Man Logan and they're they're doing an X twenty three story. Yeah, no, it, it for sure it's it's gonna be an adaptation. I, I mean, they can't. You're right. They cannot do Old Man Logan because it would it would be a trilogy onto itself, and the rights would be a, a nightmare all by themselves. But what they can do is they can borrow the atmosphere. They can replace characters, right? The professor is Hawkeye. Um, beyond that, I, I really don't know. Maybe they, are they going to do a trek across America? America's not going to be carved up by supervillains. That probably is not going to be the case. More than likely, it's just going to be like a trek across like the western the desert, right? I hope so. I hope it's I, I hope it's going to be a superhero road film without. A lot of superheroes. Um, I, 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 I guess I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, he said he was cautiously optimistic about this trailer. Oh, yeah. And, and that's, I think, perfect. 
Um, there's so many ways that it could go wrong, but I really hope that it is a unique, uh, like, like in all the, all the superhero films, we're kind of getting like, they're kind of cooking. They're starting to feel cookie cutter Mm -hmm. where they're all kind of starting to feel a little bit the same. And I, and it would be really cool if this, this one story stood out from a part of the, uh, of all of the superhero stuff that's going on now and was just like a good, strong story without a stupid battle in the end. Yeah. The way this trailer is cut is definitely not typical of uh, any superhero movie up until this point. Although, you know what's going to happen is because of that, they're going to cut a trailer that the next trailer, I predict, will reveal a lot more of the plot than we want to see. Because I think the studios get scared when they do stuff like that, a la Rogue One, the second trailer revealed way too much of the plot oh i haven't seen that so i guess don't (laughs) don't don't watch it because there's there's a whole lot of stuff that gets revealed like like i i really wanted to go into rogue one knowing nothing but after the second trailer you kind of can't do that anymore no i've seen the first trailer i'm like okay this looks good so i haven't seen and i guess i won't watch the second trailer yeah i would i would avoid it if if you don't want to know anything perfect well that's good to know um pro tips everybody pro tips (laughs) So, yeah, one of the first comments that I had when I saw this uh, trailer was like, you know, this doesn't look like a superhero movie. This based on the trailer. This this looks like it. You could you could replace Wolverine and Patrick Stewart with two equally charismatic and powerful characters that don't necessarily have superhero powers, but have to look after a kidnapped girl or something. And it looks like that could be just a good movie. So uh, if that makes any sense. um, Yeah, it does. And and that's not to say that maybe they didn't just steal a script from something else and throw Wolverine and the professor that on. Does top happen, of it. <laughs> but maybe that's what happened. But but yeah, I I really like how the tra- even though that song is played out, but I, I really like how the trailer is cut. You don't quite know exactly what's happening, but you can tell some bad stuff has happened. Like, let's talk maybe a little bit about some of the scenes uh, that stuck out for us. Um, one of which, and this is where the post-apocalyptic thing comes to me, is they keep showing, like, the professor in kind of like a decrepit hospital bed building. And then they show an exterior of, like, a giant kind of rusty metal thing that... Is that maybe like a makeshift cerebro or is that like a gigantic iron lung keeping the professor alive? I don't know what that is. I think it's just a cool looking set piece. I don't don't know if it does. I'd be surprised if it actually falls as like as part of the plot. Um, I think it's just kind of a a cool exterior that gives this kind of uh, feeling of of openness and, and loneliness. Sure. Uh, the only reason I, I leapt to my conclusion is the way the trailer is cut is you see that and then you see the professor inside or maybe it's vice versa. But anyways, yeah. um, it may not be anything. Maybe it's just their hideout. Who knows? Yeah, but, maybe it is just like the place where they are. But so if this is in the future, do you have any speculation to how far in the future it could be and how old the professor might be? <laughs> well, this being the X-Men cinematic universe, it doesn't really matter. That's, that's, I mean, we, ju- we just went a decade between X-Men films where nobody aged. True. True. And I, I don't quite remember where Days of Future Past good or bad ending took place, but wasn't it like 2024, maybe? The 2020s? I can't remember. And so if this is beyond that, then we're looking at 2040. The Professor was... 25 and 1960 and then we're gonna add like 80 years to that so he's like 100 
<laughs> I don't know. Like when 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 they showed the whole trailer, and, and the professor definitely looks old and decrepit. Don't get me wrong, but um, it seems a little implausible that he would still be alive after all these years. But I guess he did transfer his body uh, at one point, you know, in, in X Men Three. So maybe he he can just live forever. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that happened again. Yeah, yeah. I can just do that. I learned it in X Men Three, and then you reverse time, so I was able to do it again. So you know, it's cool. <laughs> Um, some other things uh, that I noticed, this is a little brief thing that I did catch originally in the trailer, and I've watched the trailer like three or four times just to confirm things that I've seen, but at a minute 30, X23, or the little girl, she's carrying an iPhone, so then it's like, well, hmm, how far in the future could it be? Or are they just recycling iPhones that far in the future? Are you 100% sure it's an iPhone? I'm not 100% sure it's an iPhone, but it, you see about a quarter of it. It looks like the same form factor as an iPhone. I believe it has like that classic round iPhone button. Definitely looks like a smartphone. <laughs> and I would think a communication that, device. Maybe it's a comm badge. Uh, no, she's holding it in her hand like a teenager would hold a cell phone in, in their hand. Um they look very much like a cell phone. And, and to me, if you're going to make a movie uh, that takes place in 20, 30, 24 years, however it's going to take place in the future, you probably want to avoid present day devices. Otherwise, you run the risk of taking yourself out of time. I'm betting it's not an iPhone. Well, right. Maybe it's a Samsung Galaxy S7, but that doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> it's just like it looks like a phone that you would have today is my only point. Didn't look futuristic. It didn't look dinged up and battered. Uh, so the, that again, the, something I noticed, right? So what time period does it take? Does it take place? I mean, when, when, you know, when a, when a uh, prop master is setting up everything, you know, they usually purposely place all of the items that are in the scene. So if they give this person a cell phone, they purposely gave that to her. So what do you think that means? She's from the past. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just hmm. making stuff up. Maybe Nathaniel Essex cloned her in the 2010s and put her forward in the time. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sure whatever it is, it'll turn out not to be that type of device. Well, maybe. But it looks very much like an iPhone. It'll turn out to be a sandwich. Now, there's another thing that I noticed. Uh, th there's a very cool scene where uh, Logan is backing the car up and the professor's in the back seat and he's like the wheels spinning around. You can see all the dust flying. Very cool scene. But in the back seat, the professor is, he's kind of rocking back and forth, getting knocked around. But he's got like long old man hair. Now, the professor is bald. 100% bald. Where did his hair come from? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that. So I noticed it the first time I watched the trailer, if you watch it again, you'll see like very light, wispy, longish, like unkempt old man, uh, bald hair, like, like perhaps in the X-Men universe, cinematic, uh, universe, the apocalypse effect was not permanent. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's all I, got. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, those are the things that I have. Professor in the hospital, X-23, Mr. Sinister, Logan, what did you do? Those are the notes I took. Any uh, Anything that jumped out at you that you... There's a scene where 
Wolverine and X-23 and the professor are, it looks like they're at a table or something and they're all laughing. And um, I think that was nice. I, I hope that more of the movie is like that, where it's Wolverine kind of bonding with this little girl through the professor. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I really hope it's a buddy film. It's rated R though. So you know that they're putting like the dark spin on it. So to me, like a scene like that is immediately followed by like horrible people coming in and doing horrible things. I think the art is just so that they can do, I don't know if you watched the red band trailer or not. I did. Yeah. Uh, So the, in the red band trailer, the big deal of the red band trailer is Wolverine pops his claws through somebody's head, which is pretty cool. I, yeah, it's, it's cool, but I think it's just so that they can do stuff like that. I don't think this is going to be an R rated movie anymore in this, then like like Deadpool was an R-rated movie because of, of its uber violence. And language. And language. And I think this is going to be a, a very violent film um, in 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 points. I don't know. Based on the, what I'm seeing in the trailer, the way that that trailer plays out, it, to me, seems like it could be like a very, you know, dark, right? Dark is in. That's why they keep doing those damn dark Batman movies and Superman movies, which I'm not saying is a good thing. At least yeah, but this they one keep tanking at the box office. Don't <laughs> at least, they? Well, I think they fixed it here because uh, all of the shots in this movie are very well lit. They're very bright and vibrant and colorful, which, you know, Batman's and Superman's haven't been for quite a while. So maybe that's how they're countering that effect. We're going to make a dark movie, but it's going to be brightly lit. But twisted things are going to happen. Mm, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, we're basing this off of what three minutes of yeah well it's the same director as the wolverine which i think that's probably a good sign because that was a it was a well put together movie until you got to the end you really you think um, so i might have to rewatch i really liked the wolverine did you huh. up and up until the very end when it turned into like the silver samurai giant robot it was i couldn't it was a good well-paced kind of slow interesting movie i couldn't get over um Wolverine getting his claws chopped off and then that never being addressed in any of the movies. Viper again. was really stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it had that cool train, the train battle scene. I don't I, I kind of, I watched that movie at a drive-in, so it wasn't like the highest quality picture and sound because it was coming out of my FM stereo. <laughs> so I remember not caring for it all that much and being kind of like maybe um, exhausted by the time that giant battle occurred to where I was like, meh, I don't care about this. Oh, he lost his claws. What the hell? Uh, oh hey look he's at the airport look something cool's happening days of future past (laughs) that was that was the redeeming for me right right everybody remembers the end yes (laughs) uh, because that was the best part of the movie (laughs) yes and um and then that that ended up being irrelevant (laughs) because none of that actually made any sense with what we ended up getting in days of future past yeah not really yeah um yeah anything else stick out to you no i I, the the one thing that i was kind of worried about was the the scenes of driving around felt a little, I hope they're not going to do kind of a, I don't really want to see Wolverine doing a car chase scene. No. And I don't, it, it's not very super heroic to, especially when they do like the, the shaky bouncy cam chase scene, like action, try to get you uh, adrenaline up type stuff. Um, that's, that's not good in a Wolverine movie. Yeah. Or uh, I guess a superhero movie, but We'll see. It looks like there's there's some driving, and if there's driving, there's always going to be an action driving scene. I mean, that's just kind of unavoidable. And we saw it in the trailer where he's like whipping around the the car, and like looks like some people in pickup trucks with uh, guns are are coming after him. 
Did you happen to catch what the uh, uh, windshields say? They're backward to us, but I couldn't tell if it was like federal. I think it said uh, forge. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It, it, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, all right. So that, that would be a no. It looked like it said maybe police federally backwards. So maybe they're in Mexico. I don't know. Mm. Anyways, yeah. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit here about uh, cast. And cast is just what I'm seeing here on IMDb. So this may or may not be accurate. And if you don't want to hear plays it. Wolverine? Uh, I don't, it doesn't say. Oh, uh, I like oh, Hug Jackman. <laughs> Hug Jackman. He must be a new guy. Yeah, so obviously we got the big ones, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. Uh, some some other characters, uh, Donald Pierce is in here. Oh, that's probably who the guy with the... I think so. I think that's the blonde guy who's like kind of yeah. directing the action. But that doesn't make any sense because, as we know in the comics, Donald Pierce uh, was a Hellfire Club guy who eventually became like a robotic reaver guy. And they're not going to... Actually, it'd be so cool if they made him into like a reaver guy. I could see them making him into, him into an android, but... Um, like a tank? Because it wasn't Donald well, I don't Pierce know about the that. tank guy? <laughs> I don't remember, but that would be like... That would be cool. I'd like to see that. Uh, you you got Caliban, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. Again, I don't know why you would cast change that caster. If you're, I don't know why you would have Caliban in the movie. Yeah, Curious. yeah. Unless they're looking for like mutant fodder, like, hey, I'm Caliban. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> Um, and then you've got uh, Laura Kinney, uh, aka X twenty three. You got a mutant kid. Um, you got a homeless guy. Who Dave. plays X-23? Um, that is Daphne Keene. Oh, never heard of her. Um, I saw something. I saw Burned Face Reaver. And now that could be a X-Men Reaver, which would be sweet. But I guess it's, prob- it's probably going to be more like a, like a Mad Max type Reaver. Or It'll probably be, yeah. Like a, a Firefly Reaver. Reaver's in name only. Right, exactly. Uh, oh, Federally Lieutenant. So that must be what those trucks say. Um prayer meeting grandpa so yeah there's not like there's not a huge lineup of blob gambit you know forge etc there's there's caliban wolverine and the professor and x-23 that's it so it doesn't it doesn't suffer from the the first wolverine's kind of bloated cast and it doesn't suffer from the uh hugh jackman solo problem of the the second wolverine which is kind of like you need you need characters to bounce off of wolverine that we care about yeah so we we have the professor and we have x-23 so we're covered i think this is this has got me excited this is this is the potentially the best wolverine movie um I could hope for. Yeah, I mean this this has a potential of being a nice action slash drama uh, film with a I've little. I've never been excited about a Wolverine movie before. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. This is a well crafted trailer, so there's definitely uh, some things to be um, excited about. A couple other things, I guess, that just just came to my mind. Uh, so Wolverine does not have classic Wolverine hair or mutton chops. He's got kind of a gray beard. His hair's kind of grown out. Um, well, that's that's from Old Man Logan, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Old, old Man Logan had very short hair and kind of a right. kind of a grizzly beard. Like he was not he was not Wolverine, that classic hair. And and obviously that's what they're going for here. But that's just something of note. Something something that's different. Um, there's also and this kind of leads me back to what I said earlier when the professor says, "Logan, what did you do?" There's a scene of his hands kind of shaking as he's as he's like looking in the mirror. And then I think there's also a scene 
uh, of him at a graveyard, isn't there? I don't remember. Hmm. I have to watch it again. But there's definitely like something bad happened that Wolverine or Lo- Wolverine, probably Wolverine was involved with for him to drop the Wolverine moniker and just go with Logan would. Right. I would imagine is probably central to the plot. And I would also guess that he probably hooks up with the professor through chance or whatever. Uh, the professor's trying to bring him back into the fold and, and Logan's like, no, no. And that's where X-23 is brought. I was like, look, she's cloned from you. <laughs> she's kind of your daughter. You have to help. All right. And then maybe maybe in, in X-23, he sees a little bit of Rogue, a little bit of Gene, a little bit of whatever. And he's like, ah, oh, Fine. She's a little futzer. <laughs> Let's help this little futzer. So, yeah, um, after reading Old Man Logan, or, or half of Old Man Logan anyways, and I'll finish it before this movie comes out, uh, and seeing this trailer, um, I, I, I could say um, I'm not excited, but I'm not a very excitable person. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. Uh, Cautiously and- optimistic. Yeah, uh, optimistic. I wouldn't even say cautiously optimistic. I would just say I'm intrigued and optimistic. And it's probably because my expectations were set so low that um, seeing this trailer, I was like, ah, interesting. Um, This movie doesn't look half bad. What's going on? (laughs) This movie has the potential of not sucking. So... So you got that to look forward to. The only thing that uh, so, so so a couple of things as we I think we're getting towards the wrap up here. Um, first of all, I'm a little disappointed that uh, I don't think we're ever going to see Wolverine in a classic Wolverine outfit. They could do a flashback. And at that, a la the the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn flashback. I didn't see Suicide Squad. Oh oh, spoilers, Adam. <laughs> uh, I've heard mixed uh, things about that, like. Wait for the extended release. Don't waste your time. Go see it. It's okay. It's it is what it is. So I'll probably see it at some point. Um, I, I would I would guess I would recommend it now, but then know that there is an extended release that'll probably make it a lot better. So all of this being said, and 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 we already know that Hugh or Hug Jackman has has hung up his claws, and this is the last time he will portray Wolverine. What does that do for the X-Men cinematic universe? Do they recast Wolverine or do they retire Wolverine? I think they retire Wolverine. Um, I think that's the, the, the whole purpose of X-23 is she becomes the new Wolverine. Now, that's possible, but it seems like... So the, the, the last X-Men movie took place, I think, in the 80s. The time travel. <laughs> All right, so... It, it, you know, and then as we saw the the original X Men movies that were shot way back when, which have been written out of continuity, those were done in the the nineties and two thousands. So whatever time, I mean, what are we thinking? Like the next X Men movie, where does that take place? Is oh, that, it's going to be in the nineties. Okay, I mean they're they're doing that. Sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah, oh my God. Oh. And it's and it's not gonna have. I don't think it'll have Wolverine in it or or X twenty three. I think it's just gonna be. Well, it's just the the cast that we saw at the end of X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, and so the, it begs the question. Like, um, and I hate to say this, but like, except for Jennifer Lawrence, well, she's not coming. Back. Right? Is this maybe a time to bookend this whole thing and? Like retire that entire. I mean, Fox is not obviously going to stop doing X Men or mutant related movies, or let those rights revert back to Marvel Disney. That's not going to happen. There's too much time money. for them to cut a deal, a la Sony. Oh, that would be amazing, but I don't think that's going to happen. 
that, 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 that we'll, wait. we'll wait until the, the Spider-Man movie comes out. If Sony makes a boatload of cash more than they've ever made before and Marvel makes a boatload of cash, then I think maybe then we'll see Fox like, maybe we should like make a deal because like, you know, everybody seemed to make out really well in that deal. And then, but then I worry that Marvel Studios would have way too much on their hands and then the quality of everything would... It's one thing to add Spider-Man to your Avengers roster and, and lineup of movies in Doctor Strange. It's a whole different thing to add a whole bunch of mutants into that universe. And not that they have to crisscross much or even at all, but, you know, to... to come up with quality movies and quality stories and i think they're probably released or, or limited to a certain amount of releases per year so you know they Here's run the- what i would like to see fox cuts a deal with marvel to produce a season of the x-men tv show oh my god there you go now you're talking that would be so that's that's kind of what i'm getting at is do this does logan bookend it and they're done they can keep making deadpool movies because those movies are just well, what we've seen so far, those movies are just fun. And those don't even have to take place within this timeline or canon, which they've already shown with Colossus because they did a whole CGI Colossus rather than the Russian guy that they used for the previous two movies. Um, and they just go that direction and then put put the X-Men on to recast everybody, start over from scratch, do something completely different, create a whole new timeline, whatever you want to do on TV in on on stars or maybe i guess it would have to be fox network but whatever eight to twelve no, not 24 episodes don't do 24 episodes it's too many yeah just do thir- 13 yeah like, uh, the netflix model or even or even if you like because the netflix model always seems a little bloated just do 10 yeah eight even i mean eight one hour episodes tight lots of story lots of action introduce these characters get us to like them get us to uh, have them evolve uh and and do that because recast everybody oh yeah 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 and and i don't know there's so much potential there but going forward because like you said with jennifer lawrence out right you've no longer got a mystique unless you recast somebody in there and she just says like oh i like this luck better remember i'm a shapeshifter so i can do whatever you want to well, here's the thing. Like, if if we're doing this TV series, we should we need to reboot. So, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. forget everything that's come before. Forget Jennifer Lawrence. Forget uh, Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jackman. Everybody, nobody comes back. We're starting out with uh, a completely new cast of unknown, you know, actors because television shows can develop that sort of thing. They don't need star power. Totally agree. Because and that's what I'm getting at is like if if they keep going on with the cinematic stuff, like who do they even have left? Um, they, well, Fox has proven that they don't really care. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to say, though, is that they're going to draw from the well of stories. And there's only so many X-Men stories that are. No, they're not even going to do that. I mean, X-Men Apocalypse had Angel, who is in X3. So they're just going to take like, hey, let's let's just do a lineup and pretend like we've never made these movies before. Oh, they've, they've proven that they don't really care about chronology either. So they'll be like, you know how first class was sort of a reimagining of the whole thing, but then they tied it back in. Right. It'll be sort of like that. And maybe they'll tie it back in. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is the end of the road, or at least maybe not this movie, but the, the next X movie will be the end of, end of the road of this chronology. And if Fox is either going to do a reboot, which 
they already sort of did, or they're going to... It wouldn't make any sense to reboot the franchise again, because that's what Days of Future Past did, and they, they just did that movie. I can see I them... I can, they're unpredictable. They are. I can see them doing, obviously, another Deadpool movie, and I can see out of that Deadpool movie coming some X-Force. Um, I can't really see them trying to do an X-Factor or a New Mutants. I can definitely see them trying to shoehorn another X-Men movie in there. Although, what would it be? I mean, Michael Fassbender's got to be getting tired of doing Magneto. Apparently not. Apparently he, like, in an interview, he I, I read or heard, I can't remember if, it was, if I saw it or not, but he was saying that, like, he, he feels like he's so lucky to be able to play Magneto and that it's really meant a lot to him. Maybe not so much as like as an admirer of the character, but as boost, like jutting his career forward. Sure. No, and he makes it, he makes a good Magneto. But uh, okay, I mean, even if he wants to continue playing Magneto, are, is he going to be another bad guy or a good guy who turns a bad guy or a bad guy who turns good guy? Like we've already seen so many movies with Magneto. Like who 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 would be like the next X Men villain? Given that, I, mean, I guess it could be Mister Sinister if he doesn't play a role in this movie, but. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I'm just, this looks good, although with him leaving the franchise, because if you think about it, for the most part, Hugh Jackman has been the franchise. With the exception of X-Men First Class and X-Men Apocalypse, yes. Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, I mean, I liked his cameo in X-Men Apocalypse, even though I know you didn't. Oh, I forgot about it. <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't carry that movie, obviously. But but for the most part, I mean, X-Men first, or I mean, Days of Future Past should have just been called Wolverine Days of Future Past because yes, it featured some X-Men, but it was mostly a Wolverine movie, which was fine. It was, I liked it a lot, but. Well, the first X-Men movie could have been called Wolverine and the second X-Men movie could have been called Wolverine 2, the X-Men. Right. And then X3 could have been called, look, Wolverine's leading the X-Men, even though this is a bad movie. <laughs> right. Um, so that's, that's my point is that. It's not been Cyclops, it's not been Storm, it's not been any of the other X-Men who have been featured front and forward. So without him on the franchise, like, who continues carrying that torch? And and let me just back up a step. Like, in the Avengers, like, you have a whole cast of characters that have their own movies that have been quite successful. Like, that's right. all Which you can't really do because nobody wants to go see... A Cyclops movie. Although I would. I would see it and you would see it, but there's a big movie going audience that would be like, what? <laughs> Who? Unless they did another like X-Men Origins Cyclops. But eh, even then, I don't I think, think they ruined that brand. I think you're right. I think you're right. So anyways, yeah. So uh, you got anything else you want to add to this? Cautiously optimistic. Don't screw it up, Fox. So, yeah, chime in if you would like. Uh, tell us what you think the next X-Men movie is going to be or if there is going to be another X-Men movie or how the franchise carries on without two mainstays being Jennifer Lawrence and Hug Jackman. Uh, and then also let us know, are we crazy with our speculations on the Logan movie? Are you cautiously optimistic? Are you... Uh, did, did you buy your tickets already? Are you waiting in line? Uh, or are you boycotting the movie because it looks so terrible? Let us know. <laughs> it's uh, Danger Room at redcapproductions.com, facebook.com forward slash Danger Room Podcast, at Danger Room Go for you Twitterers. You can also go out to iTunes. You can subscribe to us by searching for Danger Room in the podcast section. Leave us a review. Give us some stars. Uh, call us. Uh, call us. Let us know what you think of the podcast in general, Logan, or our speculations, or the future of the X-Men series. 501-GET-X-Men. Uh, and I don't remember what those digits are, so look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I've said them before. 
You can also visit us at uh, www.xmenpodcast.com. Yeah, got anything else there, Jeremy? No, I'm speculated out. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Jeremy. And the danger room is closed. <laughs>